The question is, how did a goofy, semi-improvised show put on for two weeks at a tiny comedy club in New York become a theater powerhouse? How does the modest puffs sidestep the pitfalls that seem to doom all J.K. Rowling's authorized spin-offs, each one a multi-million dollar wannabe franchise in the making? Why is Puff such a blast, even though it recognizes all that is silly about its source material? And how on earth has Matt Cox not been sued into oblivion? I still can't believe it, honestly, said Cox on the phone, about all of it, not just about not being sued. The 34-year-old Cox still lives in New York City, and he's a full-time playwright. But back in 2015, he was a Le Pain Quotidien clerk who'd gotten a gift, two weeks at the People's Improv Theater in Chelsea for a Harry Potter-themed show. He'd been thinking about his own Potter fandom. He grew up with the books, waiting in line for midnight releases at his local bookstore in suburban Dallas, Texas, and how much affection he still felt toward the story, even though as an adult he now recognized that, nah. And I thought, what would it have been like to have been another kid at that school? He laughed, recounting it later. What a horror show. You just wanted to get your wizard education there, and every year stuff keeps getting worse. Over a hasty writing and rehearsal period, Cox and his actors devised a shaggy script, glorified sketch comedy, he said, telling the story of the Hogwarts years as experienced by the Hufflepuffs, the least cool, least respected of the school's four houses. Over seven years of wizarding school, members of the Puffs class of 1998 make friends, struggle with homework, hide from trolls, and find themselves drafted unexpectedly into a wizarding war. Most of all, the Puffs strive to finish something other than last in the annual House Cup competition. The Puffs motto, third or nothing. That from Dan Coyce writing in Slate this past May. River Stage Community Theater in Lewisburg will present Puffs through November 12th, opening tomorrow evening, Friday, November 3rd, we had a chance to speak with Jove Graham, River Stage president, about the show. What do you think makes good children's theater? That's a really good question. Um, I think that it's something that the parents and the children can both enjoy because that way the parents look forward to coming along with the kids. But then also, you know, an easy story to understand, something that's funny. I think the kids would rather you know, see something that they're going to laugh at and you know, too serious of a story. And, uh, yeah, and I mean, just something that's fun and, and lighthearted. And this certainly fits the bill. But in general, that's what I would say. Take us the next step, then. How does Puffs fit the bill? Well, Puffs is not just children's theater, for sure. But Puffs is meant for anyone who understands and enjoys this kind of parody humor, this kind of fast-paced telling of a long story in a short amount of time. And certainly for those fans of this uh, particular wizard school and boy wizard kind of story. So we are doing a version of Puffs that is appropriate for we call young wizards. Uh, so there's nothing too racy for little kids to see. But it's also meant for the grown-ups and the adults that enjoy that kind of humor as well. Who created the story? 
Yeah, so this is an original play by a playwright named Matt Cox in New York, and it was originally intended to run for just five shows at the People's Improv Theater in New York City, but then it just ballooned and snowballed from there until it ran, I think, over a thousand times in New York. So he uh, is not an official part of the franchise of The Boy Wizard, but it is a parody and a parallel story, I would say, in that type of a universe. And you noted that there is a connection to that production from the area of the Susquehanna Valley. Yes, that's right. One of the original producers of Puffs with Tilted Windmill Productions uh, was David Carpenter, who is a Bucknell alum. Well, that's always nice, as you suggest, to have that local tie. Yeah. So what makes it doable? Does it call for flying wizards and, and lots of sparks and things like that? Right. Well, as I said, it had its very humble beginnings as sort of an improv troupe theater kind of experience. And so there are certainly, you know, we've put in some, I'd say, lighting effects and some special effects and things like that. But this is really not about the big budget hero blockbuster movies, but it's about what's going on with those poor little side characters in this story, the the forgotten uh, minor characters that you barely hear about. And uh, as such, the the production design can be sort of like that, too. The the puffs are sort of comfortable, cozy, but unloved and a bit neglected. So it's it's reworking that world, but not in a big-budget movie kind of a way, but a live theater kind of way. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Yes, that's an excellent analogy. It's very much like taking the world of Hamlet and then doing Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. It's it's a very similar thing. You're taking a world and then you're looking at these Puffs characters that you didn't really get to hear about the first time through. If it's a boy wizard, is it played by a young child? Uh, No, actually. So we have a couple cross-gender or, you know, gender-blind casting roles in this show, but also all of the characters are played by adults. So there's a main trio of characters and a narrator that they stay as one character through the whole show. But the other seven of us are filling out the entire world of the story, and therefore we may have eight or nine or ten characters to play, adults and children. So everyone in our show is an adult, like in the original production. Do you wear capes? Do you wear wizard hats? How do you dress the production? Yes, there's definitely that kind of paraphernalia. There's a joke in the play, actually, that after five years, we stop wearing uniforms, because that's sort of what happened in these movies, too. But yes, most of us have scarves and capes the whole time, because that's sort of the, the, the fashion design that people have gotten used to, these children going to this particular wizard school, capes and scarves. Does anybody burst into song? (laughs) <laughs> um, yes, there's a couple times in the show where we have little songs, actually. And so the trick is to just keep it moving and and keep it funny and keep the jokes going. People really seem to enjoy the fact that you can compact. Well, I looked it up, and it's 19 and a half hours if you were to watch all the movies, and this is a two-hour show. Uh, so that breakneck pace and just trying to keep jokes Jokes, jokes uh, is a lot of fun for everyone. And so it's also a challenge, though, the rhythm of the scenes. You have to make sure that you allow time to let the audience laugh, and you have to feel that that's something you can't predict every night. It's different. Yes, that's true. And we always, you know, that's always tricky for people that haven't been on the stage too many times to say, okay, you want to be practicing this really fast, but once there's an audience, is always the last 
ingredient that gets added to the recipe. Once there's an audience there, yes, you have to give them a chance <laughs> to react and don't cut them off just like you don't want another actor to cut you off. And so tell us about the size of the cast, the direction, and all of the principals who are making this happen. You sounded like you included yourself in the cast. Yes, that's right. So this production of Puffs is directed by Sarah Jones, uh, who's worked with us at River Stage before and worked at CTL and Williamsport a lot. And so there are 11 people in the cast. As I said, four people that play static characters and then seven people that play literally up to a dozen different characters. Uh, So I'm one of the the characters in the cast. Uh, We have a terrific backstage crew because with over 100 props and all these costume changes, it's a very well-oiled machine back there. Uh, So we have a, a big stage crew and lights and sound, and we are actually licensing the music and the sound from the original New York City production from the original authors as well. So that's pretty exciting for us. And what do we see if the curtain does come up or if we walk in and there is no curtain and we see (laughs) the scene? What do we experience right from the get-go? Yes, no curtain, and when you walk into the theater, hopefully you're transported to the certain school of magic and magic. A lot of the play takes place in the common room of the Puffs house uh, at this certain school of magic and magic. So we've tried to create a set that sort of evokes the, the look of, uh, of a literary world, of, of the books themselves and, and bookshelves that you'd find at a, at a castle, but the towers of the castle, and then uh, this little homey, cozy, comfortable room uh, where the Puffs spend a lot of their time. They're called Puffs because... They are called Puffs because there are four main factions in this school of magic and magic. And so rather than the names that people might be familiar with from books or movies, we have the Puffs, the Braves, the Smarts, and the Snakes. And so the Puffs are, you know, perhaps the most unloved uh, misfits of them all. And they are the main characters that we tell the story from their perspective. Well, it sounds like many of us could relate to that now, (laughs) being a puff. (laughs) I think that's true. I think that's why the author chose to to write it as puffs and not snakes. (laughs) What else do you want us to know before we get the facts about when and where? Uh, Just that it's, like I said, appropriate for all ages. People may be wondering if I don't really know the boy wizard story all that well, am I going to enjoy this? And I think that they will. Uh, They'll get more inside jokes if they know that franchise, but at the heart of it, it's really this very sweet story about what it's like to be uh, someone just trying to go through school and trying to understand what it's like to feel like maybe someone else is the main character of a story and you're just kind of a side character. But it's very sweet and relatable for everybody, and it's so funny. You have a wonderful space that you use for your theater. Yes, we're so lucky to still be at the old high school building in Lewisburg, which is now called Green Space Center. So we're right there on 815 Market Street in Lewisburg, uh, and so lucky to have that home. And so the dates and times? Yeah, Puffs will be over two weekends. We have shows November 3rd, 4th, and 5th, and 10th, 11th, and 12th at Green Space Center in Lewisburg. And the Sunday shows on the 5th and 12th are 2.30 p.m. matinees, while the Friday and Saturday shows are at 7.30 p.m. And we have tickets available at riverstagetheater.org or at the door. Jove Graham, River Stage president and actor in this show, speaking about Puffs to be presented this weekend and next, opening tomorrow evening, Friday, 
and running Fridays and Saturdays at 7.30 this weekend and next, and Sundays at 2.30 at the Green Space Center, 815 Market Street in Lewisburg. For more information, on the web, riverstagetheater.org, and theater is T-H-E-A-T-R-E, riverstagetheater.org. Puffs at Riverstage Community Theater, November 3rd, 4th, 10th, and 11th at 7.30 p.m., and Sunday matinees the 5th and the 12th at 2.30. It's riverstagetheater.org.